What's up, guys? It's Monday Night Football After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Today, we got the Ravens against the Patriots. Stay with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Tonight, Ravens, Patriots, still going on 23-20 as we speak, but Mikey Rippy, right here. Mikey Rippy, I don't think I've ever called you that before. Oh, you name Monday, man. <laughs> I think he'll keep us updated. Will you, Mike? Will you I do that will. for us? Yeah. All right. What's Update. up? Update. Jeff Fisher fired. Uh, that was going to be the news. The news. Oh, segment. no, no. We're bringing it back for news. Don't worry. This is an update. Yeah, we're going to keep talking about that all night. All Woo. right. Well, I am your host, Josh Rodriguez. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore Jill. I'm Jill Monroe. You can find me everywhere. We're at Stiletto Jill. And I'm Michael Rippey. You can find me on her blog with my NFL rankings and on social media at Mike Rips. Hello. All right. right. JacksonStilettoJill.com. That's yeah, the Yeah, you're going to find a new number one team tomorrow, so check it out. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's get into it. Um, the game's still going on. Six and a half minutes left to go. 23-20 Patriots. That's right. And the beginning didn't look like we were going to have a good game to talk about. They're also going to come back on here and be like, oh, here we go again. Another blowout on Monday Night Football for us to just kind of talk around. But that's not the case. After a 16-3 halftime lead, uh, the Patriots choked. Took, took, <laughs> no, took a 23-3 lead on a Martellus Bennett touchdown. And then just things went haywire. Um, Ravens punt. Patriots punt it back to them. and uh, I'm sorry. Ravens punt to the Patriots, and they fumble. Well, hits off the leg of, of the punt returner. Recovered by the Ravens at the two-yard line. They end up scoring a three-yard touchdown. And then on the kickoff return, what do you know? Matthew Slater, fumble. Oops. Recovered by the Ravens. And then a couple plays later, Kenneth, Dick- T- Kenneth Dixon. Kenneth who? Kenneth Dixon. Eight-yard touchdown reception. So, guys, are you... <laughs> what are you, what's your reaction to that? I don't... What's going on? I don't, I, I, no, I, I don't think that the Patriots are choking. I don't think. I think they're just making it close. It's okay. New England's gonna. It's work. okay. They're just making it close. I mean, do we think it has anything to do with? I know there's a lot riding on Martellus tonight. He's you know recently back from injury. He's having the, a good game. Um, Patriots are down a couple of receivers, so you know they have a little bit of injury issues jumping off. But, well, yeah, and they've tried Julian Edelman yeah. back there. Yeah. I know he's fumbled before. Uh, Amendola didn't and have too much success returning. Update: There's a. A touchdown, Chris Hogan, 79 yards what? from Tom Brady. Don't worry, the Patriots, I'm not a Patriots <laughs> the fan. Patriots the Patriots are riding. The Patriots are going to win. I think they showed a stat that they were 90-0 and when leading in the fourth quarter at home. So, I mean, they're not losing this game. You think they just got bored? Yeah, it's not that they get bored. They had some mistakes they handled <laughs> their business. Right, I'm going to read some stats really quick. Joe Flacco, 29-43, 263 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Why don't you read some Tom Brady stats? I'll get there. <laughs> okay. Kenneth Dixon. 11 attempts for 39 yards, 6 receptions for 35 yards and a touchdown. I'll give you some Tom Brady stats so far. After that touchdown pass, he's 24 for 37, 398, 3 touchdowns and 1 interception. It's quite a game. Really bad interception, by the way, um, at the goal line. You really see this with Tom Brady throwing it off balance into double coverage. Terrible interception. You, you, know, what the, you know what those stats are, are doing? What? Those are vaulting Mr. Brady to the top of the MVP he's chase. Not. Oh, you think so? So that, that's kicking him ahead? No. Just I mean, those. I think I think the four game start the Patriots had hurt him. Yeah, well, it, it it didn't help him, but I think he's making his way to the top MVP. You think so? I do. Combined, combined. Well, these stats are these these are great stats, and combined with what the competition is doing, he's. I think he's going to be the favorite moving into next week. Well, he doesn't really have too many weapons. I mean, 
He's doing this also but, after yeah. losing Gronkowski. But say, nonetheless, I, I, I he's correct myself. He doesn't have. He has his weapons. He has. He doesn't have his biggest weapon. He doesn't. But they've they've also been able to establish a new weapon, Malcolm Michael Mitchell, Mitchell, who has a touchdown at today. wide receiver. You think he scored yeah. a touchdown in like he, four straight? So. Yeah, he has a touchdown today, and I think he has. I'll, he's four for forty-one. Yeah, four for forty-one. So, so basically, the Belichick way can get it done at, in, at any given time with we, whatever type of personnel, or that. is it the Tom Brady way? I, I mean, I feel like that's sort of my swaying point as far as is Tom Brady really the MVP of the season? He's Tom Brady. Yeah. He gets it done. Like, obviously, he's having a fantastic game. Patriots are up 30 now. But is it really more about Belichick in that system? Because those four games... They didn't look well, great, I, but... I, I, think, I think it helps a little bit, but Tom Brady's undoubtedly one of the best quarterbacks ever played a game. Right. I think he's the best, but that's a debate. Fine, fair enough. But yeah. it, it's a mix. You can say, yes, uh, partial but is Belichick, this an partial... MVP season, though? Absolutely. No, Based it's not. But yes. I, I, want, I want to stick on the game in the first half. I thought okay. that the Ravens were actually going to give Brady a couple problems, and I didn't think that they would put 30 up on him, to be honest with you. But Brady looks good, man. I mean, like you said, Michael Malcolm Mitchell is coming through. Martellus Bennett's having a good game. Chris Hogan. So, you know... Is it a big deal that Gronk is out? What do you guys think? It is a big deal. I mean... It's best tight end in history. You said that on the program last week. Yeah, I agree. So when you lose the best tight end, and it doesn't matter. That's a big deal. So even if you have Martellus Bennett? It's great. Yeah. He's a great... He's a, it's great to have Martellus Bennett You think he can your... be a substitute and a good enough substitute for them to win the Super Bowl? Well, I think there's one thing... The Belichick way? There's one thing... <laughs> right, there is one thing that we've learned by New England is that next man up really it works for everything. Obviously, it hurts them to not have Rob Gronkowski, but having Martellus Bennett... Is a, is a huge factor, and they'll figure it out. I mean, that's the that's one of the great things about New England and Tom Brady is they work with whoever they're given. Now, are you shocked at the Ravens right now? I mean, I figured their defense would do pretty well against the Patriots right now. They've given, what, 30 points. Brady's carving them apart besides one, you know, interception he had at the end. I I mean, I, this shocked me. I picked the Ravens last week, not because I thought they were a better team. I just thought the Patriots kind of do for a loss, and the Ravens is a bad matchup for them. But, you know, I didn't expect them to give up 30 points. Am I the only one that's shocked? Do you, do you think I, I'm dumb to be shocked? I, well, you're not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think the Ravens are kind of up and down. They're, they're the team that they're always going to be in the hunt. They're always going to be there. Yeah. They're kind of... Their um, reputation is sort of built on that defensive line. You know, yeah. things like that, but... It, it kind of is what it is. I'm not. They're not a team I'm looking for, looking at, or have like really high expectations from. I expect them to be in the middle of the pack, not really rise out of that. What at least not you? this season. What about you, Mike? You think I'm overrating their defense a little bit? A little bit, but they're playing New England in New England. I think Baltimore is a well-coached team. They don't have a lot of players, and uh, this doesn't surprise me. I think I, I was the one that picked New England because I don't think you go against New England at home. Regardless, at, at well, any the, point, the under, Ravens do play very well. They do. It's a it's a great Fox matchup Bowl. for. Baltimore. They're the one team that can scare New England for sure, but I'm not surprised by this at all. No. All right, well, any updates, guys? What's going on? I know I know. Baltimore probably has the no, ball we're, now. We're, we're looking at a 30-20 lead for New England, third and eight for Baltimore, six minutes to go. Put this one in the bag. No one's ah, winning. it's not in the this bag game, yet. This game is over. Ravens come over. down to a quick touchdown. Yeah, okay, it's possible. I understand. That. Like, there's plenty of time. <laughs> it can it happen? It, yes. It's not the likelihood. To, this is not going to happen. That stat was 90 and 0 for New England when they're leading in the fourth. That not leading by a certain amount of points, just leading. They're going to win this game. Yeah, you probably. Right. It's 90 and 0. That's a lot of games. Really? <laughs> 90 and 0. Really? They showed the stat. I missed it. Yeah, ninety and zero. That's a crazy. When leading stat. in the fourth at home, New England, they're not going to lose this game. It's over. So let's <laughs> let's talk about something else. Like, what do you want to talk about? Jeff Fisher fired. Yeah. Peace. 
Cowboys yeah. lost their first game in 10 games. Oh, Guys, what it's a Monday like? night football after show. We have oh, yeah. an yes, obligation. Right. So let's talk about Baltimore. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Well, what do you, what do you Steve think? Steve Smith Sr. still getting it done after all he, this he's time? He's not really getting it done anymore. I mean, you know, from, from a moral standpoint, maybe for a rallying point of their team, the old man that's still crotchety and, yeah. you know, a little crappy out there, like, let's go. Well, as of, as of right now, Joe Flacco's 31 for 46, 285, and two touchdowns. Um, he doesn't really get talked about when it comes to elite quarterbacks or top-tier quarterbacks in the league. Do you think he's underrated, or do you think you know there's a reason why he doesn't get talked about? I think there's a reason why he doesn't get talked about. He's what do you middle want to talk of the pack. What should we talk about? I mean, he's won a Super Bowl. He's a Super he Bowl MVP. Won, he's a Super Bowl winning he, MVP, but was he really... like? He was, but I feel like that year... What was that? Are we... T- was that when they won? Two thousand. This is three years ago, I think. Three or four years ago. Three, okay. He put yeah. together the best five, four game span of his career. Uh, the Denver safety didn't know how to play safety, and, and that was like lucky, it, that was a money year, right? Like it happened in a, a contract year too, right? He, yeah. He put together amazing four games, and so he won the Super Bowl. But should you, should we talk about him? You know his stats this season: 15, fifteen touchdowns, eleven interceptions, eighty four rating. I mean, average. Well, it's middle of the pack. He Again. Had a, you know, he has a game here or there that are great, but even Ray Lewis said, you know, a few weeks ago, it looks like he doesn't even care about football. Now, I'm not saying that matters really, but he's not he's not in your top ten quarterbacks in the NFL. Okay. He's steadying, he's a steadying presence. He's not, you know, gonna take you down the wrong way or lead you too far astray, but that's after about tonight, it. Baltimore's gonna be seven and six. It's about what you think of Joe Flacco. He's a little bit better than average. Okay. We'll end it there. Um, <laughs> keep me updated. I mean, it's thirty to twenty. We're supposed to do the Monday Night Football after. Let's, show, do, it's let's kind of, keep it's, doing it. It's hard. It's hard to review a game that isn't over. Let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about New England. Okay. And why Tom Brady is the MVP? Why is that? You tell me because you're the one who thinks he is. Well, because it, the, New England's going to end up with the number one seed in the AFC, likely. And since Tom Brady's come back, he's just been dominating. I mean, he's lost. They've lost one game with Brady. Yes. They. They dominate. I don't know. I mean, it, to me, it seems very obvious. The competition that he's facing it would be Derek Carr, yep. Matthew Stafford, maybe Matt Ryan. Ezekiel, he, fell, he fell off a little bit. Ezekiel Elliott. Well, first off, Matt Ryan. Dak, Zeke. I da- think they're going to cancel Zeke each other are, out. Yeah, okay. But we should get to that. And another point, it's Monday Night Football. But Dak Prescott is not the MVP. Yeah, El- Ezekiel Elliott, maybe. Uh, Dak Prescott is not the MVP. Uh, but Tom Brady, MVP. And I, th- I, I would just like to know, if, do you think he can win it? At any, do you think he can win it with the four games missing, or do you immediately because he missed four games he can't win it? Is that Imme- your take? Immediately because he missed four games and his team went three and one, he can't win it. Yeah, but who cares about it? Uh, because his team was three and one. It's, it's the word valuable. The, yeah, if he's the most valuable player to your team, with you missing four games, especially at the start of the season, your team shouldn't be able to go three and one well, with not even your second string quarterback. Really, like really, right. this was like your third string quarterback. So. Garoppolo yeah, you're valuable. Two, yeah. You're well, important, but but most valuable in the league this season. No, okay. So here's here's what I would here's here's what I'd like to say. Four games. It depends the opponents, right? You can't just say, well, he, they went this and this against four games. When you've played the Browns, the the Niners, the Jets. I mean, the, the opponent matters here. They played the the Cardinals. Not a playoff team, actually, pretty terrible team. But we're supposed to be at they, the top of the season. The Cardinals supposed were, to supposed to and is are two different things. Yeah, but Arizona that was at bad. the top of the season. Houston's bad. I don't care what that they're they're in the 
lead in their division, and they beat Miami, the best of those four teams. And I mean, that's that's not like they they had these tough games and and they won against these tough opponents. So. That's my but point. But it's still your third string quarterback. It wasn't. It was the second string, Jimmy Garoppolo. They played Brissette for, for, for two. one of the games. For two they, of the games. Well, they lost one, and then they right. won the other one. Right. All right, well, the Patriots are actually, the defense is getting up some yardage to the Ravens. Uh, Flacco's marching the Ravens down the field. at the 22 right now of New England. Also, before tonight's game, these are Brady's stats. He had 19 touchdowns, one interception. He's got 113 QB rating. So, well, so I'm not saying he's not phenomenal. He's obviously... <laughs> right, right. We're not... Yeah. Yeah. Brady right, now, right now, we're looking at a... He's 20, trash. 22 touchdowns, two interceptions. He's going to throw for... You know, he's got another three games. He's probably going to end the season somewhere like 30 touchdowns, maybe three interceptions. You can go look at the record books. He is going to have the stats to get it done to win the award. Whether or not you think that because you miss four games or not, that's a, that's a personal opinion, I think. If, Derek, like if Derek Carr misses four games, Raiders will go 3-1. and one. If Matt Ryan misses four games, the Falcons will go 3-1. They're, they're more valuable to their team than Tom Brady is. That's, no, the, I, way I I just, at, that's the way I look at it. I is this the LeBron James thing? Is this the LeBron James thing where, in theory, Tom Brady could be the MVP in any season for no. the most part? No, you don't think I think he's also helped. I think all, the other thing about this is that Tom Brady's helped this year to win the MVP because the other the other contenders have not distanced themselves. They've shown clunkers. Tom Brady hasn't had a clunker this season, first of all. Derek Carr's had a couple clunkers. Uh, Matt Stafford's had a couple clunkers. Uh, Matt Ryan's been really good. In fact, if you ask me the truth, I think Matt Ryan's been the, the, the second best quarterback if you're not going to take if you, I, I I think Tom Brady's MVP. But Matt Ryan, my second MVP right now. All right, just little updates. Thirty to twenty-three. Now the Ravens have kicked a field goal on fourth and one to make it a seven-point game with two oh three remaining. They have two timeouts and the two-minute warning. So basically, you know, you got to stop them here. Can't let uh, New England get a first down. If they do, game's over. But if they stop them, they have a chance to tie or go for two and win. I would love to see more coaches do that. When Del Rio did that in Week One, I was like, yes. Why don't more coaches do that? Especially on the road, stealing yeah. on the road. Why not? Agreed. So I'm gonna ask you guys for a little prediction on this game. What's going to happen? Patriots are going to stop you got, them. I've already predicted three minutes ago. All right. This is, I predicted last week New England's going to win. New England's going to win. I, I, have to, I have to stick to my guns because I called the Ravens last week. I'm the, I think I have to say pretty much they're going to stop them here and then get the ball back and score a touchdown. And then mm-hmm. win in overtime? This is big. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really believe it. That's a lot of magic happening on the field. I don't really believe it. In the chat room. Do we have anyone in the chat room? If you guys are in the chat room, let us know what's going on with that with that game because uh, we would think? like... Yeah. Also tonight, in tonight's game, I don't know if you if you noticed, LeGarrette Blunt, he tied the Patriots rushing record for touchdowns this season. He's had a really good so year. he's got 14 rushing touchdowns this season, and he still has three games to go. Yeah. So he's going to definitely get that record. He's had 13 attempts for 54 yards and a touchdown today. He's had a really good year, better year than I thought he would. Because with Belichick at the backfield, you never know who he's going to use, yeah. how he's going to use him. Well... It, that's true, and it's been interesting to see that. Le Their Garrett, run game hasn't even really been a focal point. Legarrette yeah. has he's he's been a running back that Belichick has leaned on yeah. over the past two or three seasons, which is interesting. After he kind of was in a lot of trouble, Garrett Blunt, and now he's been the focal point uh, of that run game. You know, they don't switch him out. They usually would run three different guys, and now Blunt's really got a stronghold on the uh, on the running attack. All right. Well, I guess we've talked about it enough from what we can tell. We have to, night. Let's we have keep the it game. going. We have to get, the game has to finish for us to even talk about the game. So let's talk about week 14 and the games that we saw 
and the games that are completed already. You guys did the 21-13 victory of the Kansas City Chiefs over the Oakland Raiders on Thursday, so we'll get into that. But womp womp. Just want to say Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City, baby. Chiefs are for real. Just saying. Mike's been on. Haven't you both been on the Chiefs kind of all season yeah. early? Josh yeah. went out and threw out the Super Bowl pick. Yeah. Okay. I did. I, I did. Like Steelers 27-20 against the Buffalo Bills. I guess the big story there is Le'Veon Bell with almost 300 yards. Crazy. Rushing and, and receiving, which is insane, and three touchdowns. And then Rex Ryan being asked afterwards if he heard about the rumors that he's going to be fired soon. What, what did he say to that in here? He said he hadn't heard anything like that and that he was being really honest and, you know, he hadn't heard anything about that, so. And then the two of you and your love of Tyrod Taylor, him being benched. Ooh, <laughs> I just you love Tyrod. I, not me. I think Tyrod is slightly he's overpaid. He's solid, he's solid, solid. but, you he's know. He's solid on that bench soon. <laughs> well, the, maybe the new coach will utilize him differently. I don't know. Cincinnati, 23-10 to 10 over the Browns. We don't need to discuss that game. What? Lions, 2017 over the Chicago Bears. Matt Stafford hurt his, hurt his finger in that. You think that's going to play a uh, role down the stretch, maybe in the playoffs? Maybe, well, maybe. He's got to wear a glove the rest yeah. of the year. Another game, I mean, he heard it in the first quarter, and he played through it. So He did. Another game, he, he wasn't good this game, but another game where Detroit was trailing in the fourth and came back to win. So they've now won eight of their eight. Eight of their nine victories this season have come where they had a, they were trailing in the fourth and uh, ended up winning, which is a new record in the NFL. Wow. Ooh. And they still have three more games to add to that. Also, just want to touch on it. Did you see the Chicago quarterback? His name was Matt Barkley. Actually pretty good. His he team let him down. Bad. His team let him yet. down. He had a, they had two bad calls at the end. He's been surprisingly good. I told you this. Uh, I'm not a huge. He's the best USC quarterback, that's all, <laughs> in the NFL. All right, we got Tennessee Titans 13, Denver Broncos 10. My boys, I told you this, guys. (laughs) Jump on board. I told you Tennessee was going to win one of Denver and Kansas City, and they got Denver because Denver's not that good. Tennessee won this game with Marcus Mariota completing six passes. Yeah, they got out to the lead, and they just held on. The Broncos got T-bowed. They got T-bowed. That's crazy. Broncos have looked trash all season. They don't have an offense. They look trash offensively. They don't have an offense, and their defensive line is not that good. You know... They're secondary solid and Von Miller solid, but they're they're just struggling. They can't stop the run like they used to, and that's that team is not a playoff team. I've been saying that for a while, and I think it's going to come true. Yeah, I think you're right. I've been vouching for them all year, and I mean, you, you watch Trevor Simeon; he's not an NFL quarterback. They're going to be. You think he's not even an NFL quarterback? He maybe he's a backup, but he shouldn't be starting, especially for the defending champions. If you're trying to defend, all right, we got the Texans screen too. The Colts seventeen. That surprised me. I thought I thought the Colts would take care of the Texans pretty easily, but. Embarrassing. You see, they call the fourth down play a screen. A screen hat. Embarrassing. Why do teams do that? You have. Why did you throw behind the line again? It just doesn't make sense to me. On a fourth down, throw past the sticks. Try and pass the sticks. I don't. You know. You have Andrew Luck as your quarterback. I mean, yeah. And but he, so Indianapolis, I think, is out of it. That was a huge loss. Yeah, to that, that does it. That's that does it. That's Houston only, wins. Tennessee wins. Because Houston has the tiebreaker. They're four and zero in the division, which is going to set up. Week 17, when Houston and Tennessee play, they're going to play for the division. But Houston is terrible. Even if they get in the play, that team yeah. is awful. They'll Brock Osweiler is stealing. Awful. He is stealing money. They stealing should. Money. They should. They should put Tom Savage in immediately. I don't know about and that. also, you know, I do. And also, <laughs> also, right. Bill O'Brien, man, he is he's the worst. What a terrible coach. Also, you notice his butt chin. That's like his chin's like a butt. Okay, <laughs> check All it right. out next time you watch Bill O'Brien. Check it out, guys. Um, well, some news now. Patriots got a first down. Oh, so that's the game? So that's pretty much game. Ooh. I think Baltimore has one more time. They use a timeout, but they only have one more timeout. They only stop the clock one more time. 
That looks like game it's, over. Looks like it's game over, guys. Well, so do you think? Where do you think Baltimore stands now? Because now they're officially behind Pittsburgh in the division. Pittsburgh's a game up on them. I think Pittsburgh's better than them. I do too. But so, do you? Are you going to count Baltimore out? Where are you going to put Baltimore? I mean, now? you can't count them out. But I mean, I, I wouldn't pick them to make the playoffs. Well, that's what asking. I'm asking yeah. because now they're now they're behind Pittsburgh in the division, a game back, even though they had the tiebreaker if they're tied. So now they're back a game of the wild card and of the division. So you yeah. are going to say they're going to miss the playoffs? Yes. So, by <laughs> the reasoning that I've heard, you've now told me Denver will miss the playoffs. You're saying Baltimore will miss the playoffs. Who's going to make the playoffs in the sixth seed? Read the standings to me. Well, well, okay, let's keep going with that. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Redskins 27, Eagles 22. That was big, an interesting game. Big stop by the Redskins defense at yeah. the end. I thought Carson Wentz was going to lead his team to a victory there. And then sack fumble, recovery. Redskins prevail. They're tough, man. The Redskins are a tough team. They Solid. really are. A solid team. If Kirk doesn't throw a pick six every game, then they're better. So he did one in, the, in this game, too. But Yeah. We'll see. We have Carolina Panthers 28, San Diego Charter 16. Is it worth discussing that game considering these two teams have no chance of going anywhere? I, w- I would simply just say that San Diego lost Melvin Gordon probably for the rest of the season. He had a bad injury. And then also Joey Bosa for defensively. Both mm. of their two stars were uh, out after the first quarter. We got the Minnesota Vikings, 25, Jacksonville Jaguars, 16. Anything on that game, guys? I mean, it's the Jaguars, so <laughs> not much to say. Right? No, and Minnesota is staying alive. Adrian Peterson's looking to return in week 16, which is two more weeks. Yeah. They're going to be in contention to make the playoffs. Yeah, they'll have a shot. And a thriller of a game, the New York Jets defeat the San Francisco 49ers, 23-17. to 17 That was the best game In overtime. Week. Matt Forte out right at the start of the game. Yeah. Well, Powell well, came in. Great game. Great game. Carlos Hyde had a great game. He was on my um, he was on my flex on my fantasy team, which didn't get picked up because something happened. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you didn't enter the contest, probably. Not me. Oh, Rippy, what'd you do, Mike? I, I didn't do anything. Yeah, it doesn't matter because we're you talking know. about next week right now. Yeah. Right? All right. Well, in a pretty surprising event, <laughs> Packers thirty-eight, Seahawks ten, beat down. You know that's the that's the that was very surprising to me for sure, but. This was the first game in Russell Wilson's career where his team lost by double digits. Get out of here. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I knew he had five interceptions. Five and Well, that was yeah. also terrible. He looks crazy. Like, I didn't feel like the Packers' defense was that good. I'm just like, what's going on with him today? Yeah. But, you know, everybody. So that was a surprise. Any given Sunday. For sure. But doesn't look good for Seattle defensively. But, you know, I don't want to overreact too much because Green Bay, even though they're coming on, they got a tough road to make the playoffs still. I know all the NFC teams don't want to see them in the playoffs, though, because that's a team that you don't want to have to... I don't know if Giants don't want to see them. No one does. You yeah. don't want Green Bay as a, the six or something coming in. You don't want Green Bay to come right. on, but I feel like that's fool's gold this season. Yeah, smoke season. and mirrors. I yeah. Agree. All right. Uh, Falcons 42, Rams 14. We'll get into Jeff Fisher a little... Let's get into it. You want to get into it? Let's go. I mean, the first 10 seconds of the game were embarrassing. <laughs> so Eight Rams. seconds. It actually but was the first eight seconds. The game was eight. over. Yeah. Like right there. That was, well, the game was over before it started, but realistically, yeah, it was eight over Eight seconds. Right How does that happen? You One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you have, eight. You have the floor, Joe. You're a grandstand. No, there, there's no floor <laughs> to have. That was embarrassing. It was dumb. It looked foolish. It didn't even look like a professional team at that point. And 
the fact remains that the Rams look like a crazy organization because you just extended this man two weeks ago, even though it was clear then you weren't going anyplace. Like, four and eight? Are you serious? Crazy in love. That's how I'm feeling right now. And, I mean, I'm happy, you know, and they said they're going to cash a wide net. It's not just the head coach. It's, you know, assistants, um, defensive coordinators, everything, front office search. They need to do something. You can't be in L.A. with that mediocre product and these subpar excuses, especially with the Chargers looking to make their way down the road because the Chargers are a better team. And I'm sure they're going to make some changes, too, before they hit L.A. So nobody's going to pay for that product. The excitement is going to be gone, and, you know, you'll be sitting there. I think that today was the biggest day and biggest win of the Rams season, honestly. I've been... Many people have, but I've been vouching that they needed to fire Jeff Fisher. It was getting serious. I've been wearing this hat just for that. But in all seriousness, it was embarrassing what happened this weekend in L.A. The, the Atlanta came in. Julio Jones didn't even play. And to put up that big of a stinker just goes to show you that the, the we, we talked about uh, in past episodes that the Rams players had checked out. They weren't even paying attention. They didn't care. They're just going through the motions. Todd Gurley said that. He said he, players in the locker room didn't care about the games. He said that they were running... Eric Dickerson said they were running a high school offense. Todd Gurley, who's on the team, he actually came out and said middle school. Yeah. And it's embarrassing. And so I got to say, good job that whatever they did to extend Jeff Fisher and let him go this long, thank God they finally realized that they had to make a change and they are making a change because... They were, it could have been a lot worse. And now they need to make the right hire. And, and that, he's still going to get his coins. So the name that's been floating is a Harbaugh. That's right. Jim Harbaugh, they should pay him anything that, they, that he wants. That would be he's the right Harbaugh. hire. You don't we'll think see. so? He's the right hire if they can. But there's other people too. If he says no one wants to stay in Michigan, that's fine. They should try to get Jim Harbaugh, give him $15 million a year, whatever. It's not our money. Nonetheless, <laughs> really, good job by the Rams to, to recognize the mistake. The only the only thing that's disappointing is Jeff Fisher tied the record for the most losses in history. They couldn't give him <laughs> one more loss before sending him on his way. Couldn't wait till Thursday night nope. after the game, like middle of the game at halftime and fired him. That would have made Rams fans even high, happier. I mean, they have a decent defense behind Errol Donaldson. I think that you know, it's it's in L.A. It's a you know new the thing. The defense is good. The defensive line's good. I, I think that it's an attractive job. So it's not... They have some pieces that just, you know, do we expect, even with the right coach next year, playoffs? No. My well, they need, play, they need playmakers but, on offense. Yeah. They have the running back, but they need some playmakers on offense at the wide receiver position. Is Goff the real deal? No. So, I mean... No, he's not, he's not the real deal, but this, this is why I said no to playoffs next year, because if Jared Goff's the quarterback, you can't expect to make the playoffs. Now, if they went out and got someone like Tony Romo, it's a whole other story. But it would be interesting to see not just Jim Harbaugh, John Gruden's a, a potential candidate. There's a lot of candidates out there. It's a great job. You said it yourself, and it's true that it's a very envious, enviable job. Uh, any head coach would want to come to L.A. in this market and be the head coach of this franchise. That One thing that they've shown, Cronky and this organization, is they'll give, they'll have patience. They'll let you take your time, and you could lose and lose and lose, and you won't get shown the door. So that's that's exciting if you're a coach. You could lose that long and still have your job. So eh, I don't know if that's going to play now that they're here, <laughs> but I think that you do have some room to make some things happen. You know what I mean? You're open to that. It's gonna, it's really, really going to be new and fresh, and you still have at least another year, another season or two before you'll be moving on to Inglewood. So um, it'll be interesting to watch. All right, we'll move on. Tampa Bay Buccaneers 16, Saints 11. Bucks, they're looking okay. 
They're not bad. I mean, no, I, I, I completely expect them to lose a game they shouldn't lose. <laughs> they're just that type of team. But uh, right now, they're sitting in the last wild card spot. Well, so you think they're they tied? It? They're tied with Atlanta. I mean, they've they've won five straight. They're tied with Atlanta exactly. Yeah. And uh, and next Sunday night's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be a fun game. Who do they play next Sunday? That Dallas Cowboys who just lost ten to seven to oh. the New York Football Giants. And I gotta admit, as a Giant fan, I did not think that was gonna happen. What that that Dallas was gonna. Completely choke. fall apart. Because yeah. we talked about you guys talked about choking because that, I, it wasn't choking. That was that was choking. That was not cho- how was that choking? I, think it was I mean, cho- New York was awful. The the Giants defense was good, but Eli tried to give that game away. They the Giants made one play the entire but, game. But that's how Eli's. Isn't that what you guys always say? That's how Eli's game goes. It's well, either you know win big. He has big, a really like high spotty. ceiling and a really yeah. low ceiling. He wasn't good in this game. He no, made he was one, one good pass to Odell. And how is Dallas not prepared for that? Dallas was awful in this game. And it's a continuation with what what I've seen from them with the Minnesota game. The one t- time they scored in last night's game was the fake handoff to Ezekiel. I mean, that's the play action, which works. It's all Elliot. And this whole Dak thing is smoke and mirrors. And I am confident that the more you watch it, it's, it's clear they need to put Romo in. So you think Dallas has been exposed and a it's little Romo bit. Abs- time? Abs- I think that they've been exposed a little bit, and I th- I think that before it was more of like a joke, like would we see Tony? I think at this point I'm I'm confident in saying that it's just a matter of time till we see Tony. And I think that when they that when they lose to Tampa, that <sighs> I think which which I don't know if they're going to lose to Tampa. It's going to okay. be a good game actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. It's going to be a good game. Uh, that's a good matchup for Dallas, but I do think we're going to see Tony. Because I think we're starting to see the the cracks in Dak. I think that's a complete overreaction. Dak has led you guys to not you guys the Cowboys to an eleven and two start. I agree. He had one bad game. He's actually had two. two. Okay, two bad games, but he's had a phenomenal rookie year. He's he's had the best phenomenal rookie year year for rookie quarterback ever. Yeah, he's. There's a noticeable difference with Dak Prescott under center in that offense. They're a lot more calm. They're a lot more together. A lot of it has to do with the offensive line. I'm not going to say it doesn't. A lot of it has to do with his ego and his ability. The noticeable difference, though, isn't with Tony Romo. I mean, it's just that Dallas looks really good this year, but that's that's because they have a good defense. Dez has been has been rendered useless because yeah. he and Dak don't seem to connect. No, but you know? but that's but the reason for that you're right, and that's because Dak doesn't take any chances, and that's okay. Like Dak is a good quarterback. He's young. And I like Dak. Yeah, but he doesn't give them the upside they need to win the title. I get that. That's the thing. It's not that I think that you should put Tony in because you know he can't. Dak can't do that. But Tony gives them that offensive firepower which we saw lacking last night. We saw against Minnesota. Yeah. And I think when the, that's why I was talking about Seattle as a good defense. The good defenses that conservative game plan doesn't work in the playoffs. They need Tony because of the upside. Yes. Is he more risky? Does he make some more plays that are like whoa? But he's going to take those shots to death. He's going to get you more points, and that's what they're going to need. Otherwise, they are not going to beat the Giants the next time. They're not going to beat the Packers. I mean, that's the thing about it. That's why I think they need to play Tony. That's why. Okay. I respect We'll that. see. I mean, it, I, yeah, I get it. It's an overreaction in yeah. the sense that games. Dak has been great. Don't get me wrong for his, his rookie season. But they need that upside, and we're starting to see them lack that when they play the good teams. We'll see. Okay. Uh, before we get into predictions, any final thoughts on Week 14 that was in the NFL? Yeah, because you didn't talk about my team. I didn't see the game. Yo, you didn't see? You didn't think we played this week? <laughs> no, I totally I skipped over it. <laughs> you did skip over it. Hold on, Miami, victors. 
Oh, X- that was uh, uh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty six twenty three. <laughs> That's right. Over the car. Last, Tannehill. Was that a last second win? Tannehill. It was. How do you feel about Matt Moore taking yeah. over us for Tannehill? Mm. Let's go, Matt Moore. He, you so you don't even him. care. Matt Moore is uh, Matt. Here's a fun stat. Matt yeah. Moore is the only backup. Well, I guess Tony Romo is, but it doesn't count. But Matt Moore is a career backup, but he's got a winning record. He's he's a gunslinger. I don't mind Matt Moore. I'm okay. excited for him. Although the news today was that Ryan Tannehill is not. He did not tear his ACL. He okay. sprained it. Okay. So I don't know. You know if he's coming back or not. They're not sure. But I think that first off, they're, they'll Miami plays at the Jets this Saturday night, and they play Buffalo. Two very winnable games. Eight and five, right there in that six five. Yeah. We'll see. I, I don't even think Matt Moore's that much of a downgrade. I don't know that he's a downgrade, to be yes. honest. He yeah. may be he may be just, neutral just, yeah. or upgrade. He's he's got that high upside, high downside yeah. in each game. Yeah, so I don't think the Dolphins are gonna miss a beat with him. No. Oh. oh, and Siri, yeah, has a problem with what you said. I don't know how. All right, guys. So predictions for next is t- is next week the last Monday night football it game. Is. All right. So predictions for. Next Monday night, last game of the season, we have the Carolina Panthers visiting Washington D.C. and taking on the Redskins. <gasps> who do well, no, you guys got? Womp. We got. This Josh, is important. We got yeah, Josh we Norman Redskins. and Josh Norman. Yes, we have the Redskins. Yeah, the Redskins. Yeah. You got. Have you seen Carolina this season? Have you seen what Cam has been wearing this season? Like it's Josh done. Norman it's effect. This is going to be interesting to see how that goes. If there's any fighting, I think that's going to be the most exciting part to see if like there's battles between Cam and Josh. And why are they not friends? Do we not think they're friends? Do we not think that Cam doesn't recognize that there's a little something missing without Josh Norman there? I think it just is what it is. It's just Who it's you a taking, wrap. Josh? Washington. You're taking Washington? Um, you're taking, taking Carolina. Carolina. Oh. Why? I don't know. Let's be different. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Every time I try to be different or go for like the underdog, I just get embarrassed. It's in Carolina, right? No, it's in Washington. I'm taking Washington. <laughs> yeah, see? Maybe Cam will wear another scarf and a top hat, so we'll see. All right, well, that pretty much does it for the after show of Monday Night Football. The New England Patriots defeat the Baltimore Ravens 30-23. to Next week is our last week. I will not be here, so I want to thank you guys for listening and watching all season. You guys can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. I am Josh Rodriguez, at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore Jill. I'm Jill Monroe. We're going to miss Josh. So you guys make sure to hit Josh up with all your thoughts on Twitter. You can find me at Stiletto Jill everywhere and jacksonstilettojill.com for sports and pop culture gossip. And my name is Mike Rip. You can find me on social media at Mike Rips. Let me know what you think about my thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> all right, guys. Tune in next week. Go Giants. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.